Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole Reddit stories. <laughs> so if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel, and it truly, truly does. I can never explain how much of a difference you really do make by doing these things. And with that being said, let's just crack straight on with today's Reddit stories. Much love, guys. Now our first story comes from a throwaway account and it's titled Am I the Arsehole for telling my daughter that if she won't stand up for herself, I don't want to hear about it. And this story does follow with an update. I divorced my wife almost 20 years ago because her work life became so severely toxic to my mental health that I was developing extreme anger management issues. To keep it short, it didn't matter who it was, she would not stand up for herself at work. So day after day, she tells me these work stories about how upset she was. I'd give her suggestions and nothing would change. Things escalated and slowly but surely, I was building a resentment I didn't know was there and I found myself angry anytime she would talk about work. She refused to get therapy or do anything to improve her situation and our marriage slowly fell apart because of it. It wasn't until I decided to get therapy myself because I couldn't control my anger that I realized the relationship itself had become toxic for me. It took a lot longer after that, but we ultimately divorced as a result. Fast forward to present day and my adult daughter is now working in the federal government and she's letting the same thing happen to her. We talk on the phone every other day, live in different cities and the past three phone calls she's complained about the same situation. I've given her suggestions and nothing changed. I immediately recognized my anger building, so I just stopped her last night and told her that if she won't stand up for herself, I don't want to hear about it. She called me an asshole and hung up on me. This morning, my son called to ask why my sister is telling everyone I'm an asshole to hear my side. And so I told him an abridged version. And he told me I'm the asshole as well. I know I may have been a little tactless in how I shut down the conversation, but I just can't invite that anger into my life again. Maybe it makes me weak, but I'm just not able to cope with it. Edit, instances of standing up with my wife. She'd been in a team of five, but because she was very efficient, her team lead, super or manager would keep putting more work on her. Even when she'd had more work than she could do, she would never say no. At one time, she was on seven projects and everyone else in her team was on one. She just wouldn't say, I can't, I'm swamped. I would literally suggest that she say something like, I'm already on seven projects, I won't have time to take on extra. I know X is only on one project right now, have you asked him? She would complain and stress out and have breakdowns before the week started because of work anxiety, but still wouldn't say no. After years of seeing this happen to my wife, but her never doing anything to change it or try to improve herself so she'd have the confidence. The anger I was feeling at her workplace was carrying over to her. I couldn't stomach hearing about her work anymore without immediately becoming angry, but I kept bottling it until I couldn't anymore. 
Now my daughter is letting the same thing happen to her. So just hearing about it is immediately putting me in that place again. And the anger I used to feel is coming up with my daughter. I had a friend who was a teacher who was going through some similar stuff a couple of years back now. And they would come and tell me about, you know, how the head teacher was doing this, how ex teacher was doing that. And, you know, would vent to me fairly regularly about things. And it would stress me out. I'm not saying I was getting angry like OP says in this story, but it would stress me out and I would always be trying to find solutions to their problems. Say, oh, would you like a meeting and you can invite me in and I can take notes and stuff like that. Obviously, I can't take part in the meeting, but I can sit there and observe and take notes. And usually it puts people on edge when you do that kind of thing, if they was that stressed enough. And every single time they would bring up these, these points, I would always bring up like a counter to it. And eventually they said, look, Mark, I don't actually want you to do anything. All I want you to do is listen. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I can do that. (laughs) You know, just sit there with a beer while listening to someone vent. I I love a good vent anyway, (laughs) so I'm all for it. But happy camper says not the arsehole. You can have boundaries about things. That's normal and healthy. You're not obligated to listen to a complaint if that's a trigger for you. Protect your mental health, but be clear with her. That's what you are doing. Make sure she knows you love her, that you can offer advice if she wants it, but you can't just be a sounding board for job-related things that irritate her because she doesn't want to change. That you can't do it without your mental health suffering, but that, again, you love her very much and you will help her in any other way she needs. Spicy Peach says, no one's an asshole here. It sounds like you're trying to set boundaries with your daughter, but I agree that it was not done in the best way. This boundary is for your own comfort and well-being and has little to do with your ex-wife and daughter's venting style. They aren't looking for solutions, but more of commiseration. Wow, that sounds difficult. I'm sorry that's happening to you, and that's really unfair. Most of the time, when people vent, they want to hear the same echoed back to them. If that is exhausting for you, you can firmly set that boundary, but don't forget it's your exhaustion that enforces the boundary and not their venting. It's not their fault, and it's also not yours. Vienna91 says, You're the arsehole. It's not your daughter's fault you have an anger problem. You are angry at the women in your life for being unable to get on top of their emotions to situations when you can't even do that yourself. Your anger, your problem. Posts like this make me thankful I have supportive parents who allow me to vent and encourage me through tough times. Swedish Migraine says, sorry for this poor formatting, but I'm desperate to get to you before others make you hate yourself too much. When I have your issue, I compared the feeling to being tied to a chair while a baby lays wailing about 500 feet away. I want to scream, somebody let me help that damn baby or shut it up. My therapist put it in a different perspective that helped me have clarity. How do you love a drug addict without making your entire life about saving them? Your daughter is an adult who is making her own decisions and dealing with the consequences. As much as you want to save, help, guide her to a better future, she will not listen to you just because you are right. But she may continue to come to you for help and guidance if you set a good example of non-angry boundaries. I can't tell you the exact words or actions that will work best for you, but I seriously suggest a therapist. Any parent, especially one who is so kindly trying to support their child and failing despite their best intents, deserve a support system of their own. And one more from Primish Directive who says, You're the arsehole. You are a horrible spouse and apparently a horrible father too. You sound like a scary control freak. By the way, when loved ones complain about work to you, it's because they want sympathetic ear and not a hug. Not your chicken butt suggestions on how to fix it, which were lightly diluted and toxic. Now we're going to move on to the update to see what that says. So update, 
I wanted to lead by clearing a few things up before getting to the update. One, my wife and I were married for seven years before my anger issues manifested and I was at emotional support for even longer. She introduced me to solutions and support and we had our own rules. On our daily walks, I just listen. If she spoke about work at home, it would mean we can discuss it. I did tell her she needs to get help, but that was at the end of our relationship. She refused couples therapy, personal therapy, and insisted it was my responsibility to be there for her. Much earlier, I'd also asked her if she considered therapy or any other strategies to help manage her anxiety, but wouldn't press the issue. I admit this manipulation, but my hopes were to open her mind to the idea that she can get help if she wants it. Her own anxiety is why she never did. Ultimately, I had to walk away from the marriage. My daughter is nearly 30 years old. She is not a child, and I'm happy to say we have a great relationship. Her regular cause should be proof enough of that. Four, for those wondering why my anger is so hard to control, prior, I never really got angry. I was raised with a belief that if something happens, it's happened. You have no control over it, so don't let it bother you. I just didn't have much of an experience with anger because of this. When I started to feel it, I just bottled everything. I ignorantly believed I had control. The update. I had a Zoom call with my children. I started by apologizing to my daughter. I'd never spoken to either of them about why their mother and I divorced. So I explained to them why our relationship fell apart while trying to keep their mother's involvement as minimal as I could. I confessed my mental health struggles with anger. I made it clear that it wasn't her fault. I found out that their mother told them a similar version, but put the impetus on herself. So now they have the whole picture. The conversation went well. I answered their questions as best as I could. I reassured my daughter she can always speak to me and she can vent to me. She asked if it would help if she let me know ahead of time that she wants to vent about work and it was embarrassing, but I asked if she could. We've agreed that she'll text me bad work day and if I'm able to, I'll call her. My son didn't have much to say, but he did tell his sister that she can call him to vent too. All in all, things are pretty okay. I did schedule an appointment with my therapist. At this point, I've only been seeing her once a month, but this incident merited a call. Also, my daughter has decided to see a therapist for anxiety, but she insists she doesn't want to leave the federal government. She says the job security outweighs the risk with the future economy being so uncertain. I'm proud of her. Not much else to say. Thank you everyone for your kindness and time. For everyone who is hostile with me, I hope you find your own peace. Cheers. And I think for an update, that is the best we could possibly hope for in that situation. They they spoke, they had a good conversation about things, and it seems like things are heading in the right direction. Everyone's going to, both daughter and OP are going back to therapy. They've discussed their issues and they found a compromise for the venting situation. I think it's all good to me. What about you guys? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Story. And our next story comes from Lax Mistake. Am I the asshole for being called to a food thief? So, this seems cut and dry to me, but I'm getting flack and getting called out for being petty and not trying to make amends. And I'm tired of defending myself. So, here I am. I had some symptoms of bowel cancer earlier in the year and was prescribed laxatives to prepare for a colonoscopy. It tasted nasty and I was encouraged to mix it into crystal light. I think you can see where this is going. Our apartment has 1.5 bathrooms and I took the half bath over for prep. It was going just fine until one roommate, Bill, started banging on the door demanding to be let in. Our other roommate, Kelly, was taking a shower before work and Bill needed to go. Now. I couldn't exactly leave my post. Kelly, very kindly in my opinion, apparently offered him to just be an adult and avoid looking because there was a curtain, but Bill refused. Long story short, Bill shat himself and blamed me for not labeling my lax juice better. I'm not sure why having my name on the picture wasn't enough, nor why it was enough that it was on my shelf in the fridge. I said repeatedly to both of them, hey guys, this is my prep, don't touch it. It's a stimulant and it'll hurt and clearly Bill heard me as he made gagging noises and went back to his computer. Apparently, it's my fault for choosing pink lemonade, Bill's favorite flavor, and not writing lax all over the picture. He has since stopped eating when it's my night to cook as he doesn't trust that I won't poison him again. After that, I started asking Bill if he wants to watch me cook to make sure, but no, he just orders in. I tried asking him what I could have done to make it more clear to him and he always replies with label it better or you should have bought a mini fridge. I gave up with trying to reason with him but it came up again yesterday as Bill told his guests to watch out for any open containers in the fridge because they might be tampered with. I told him that it was fine. Bill was just upset over having accidentally overlooked my labels and drank something of mine. So avoid the labeled stuff and there won't be an issue. Wrong answer, Bill went on a rant about deliberately poisoning people. I said it was an accident, that I was milking my diagnosis. Chores got rearranged after my diagnosis, that I set him up and delighted in him ruining his clothes and never once offered to pay him back for new ones. Why should I pay for what he ruined through his own shitty choices? Top pun. After a while, I couldn't get a word in edgeways, so I walked out while he was still yelling and stayed at a friend's house for the night. He continued to call and text me all night, calling me selfish, stupid, cruel, and an asshole. And I made his guests uncomfortable. He also sent me a money request for $40 for damages. I have to go back to the apartment soon to pick up some necessities and medication, and I'm really not looking forward to it. Was I really the asshole here? And there's a lengthy edit slash update on this one, so we're going to cover that after the comments. And this one is a fairly simple one to me, is that you have your own shelf in the fridge, you labeled your own stuff. Why is he drinking your own stuff? It's like you said in the very title, he's a thief, he's taken your stuff. Consequences of his own actions in this one, I'm afraid. So absolutely not the asshole to me, but Lost Angel says not the asshole. Bill should know better than to touch stuff that has somebody else's name on it. You shouldn't have to label something, this will make you shit your pants (laughs) in order for someone not to touch something that is yours. You also did legitimately warn them. Further, you didn't make his guests uncomfortable. He did that himself by bringing it up in the first place. In my opinion, he deserved to shit his pants for taking your stuff. 
Quite frankly, it seems like he's being immature about it to avoid taking responsibility. He probably realizes that he's the one who's fucked up. But rather than just accept that and move on, he's doubled down on blaming you. I'm sorry about your diagnosis, OP, and I hope all goes well for you. Absolutely there. Concord says not the arsehole. Sadly, Bill is too butthurt to come to this conclusion himself. He humiliated himself, and like a fool, he is doubling down on his juice. Not dead yet says not the arsehole. You labeled your stuff. You explicitly told your roommates what it was. It was on your shelf. Eating or drinking non-communal items without permission is a really bad thing to do. I personally would just start making poop jokes and puns at his expense, but I'm a bit of a bastard. <laughs> and one more before we move to the edit from Bumbling Genius who says, Let shit pants Bill stew in it. <laughs> Nasty. Not the asshole. So the edit says, It's been a stupidly long day. Thank you to everyone who offered their support. Reading through your comments has been equal parts eye-opening and heartwarming. When I returned from my friend's house, Bill immediately demanded to know where I had been, claiming he didn't know if I was dead in a ditch and his calls and texts were out of concern. Because it's either I'm too sick to leave the house, that is, to work or grocery shop, or that I'm not sick at all, according to him. Because either I'm dying and need to be treated carefully, or I'm soaking up the attention. Did I get enough attention and pity while I was out? I snapped fucking snapped i told him to get off his high horse and leave me alone stop lording this stupid mistake over me and quit being such a bitch about a little shit because it's happened to me too and i got over it plus a concerned roommate doesn't charge money for jeans and underwear or insinuate he's faking cancer just to avoid dusting he said something along the lines of sorry for calling you out as dramatic so i said that the conversation was over and started packing he followed me into my room. Every time he said something, I said that it was over and to shut up. Broken record. We're not having a conversation right now. At one point while I was packing, Bill told me that it's not a conversation when one person insults the other, and I was acting childish. Kelly tried to mediate, saying Bill could have been less accusatory, and I could have been more patient and communicative, and that we could all benefit from a cool-down period. I'm fucking sick of patience. I'm tired of this whole thing. So I packed my bag with my most important belongings and medication, locked my bedroom door. I told Kelly I'd reach out later to discuss the future and try to go back to my friend's place. Bill stood in front of the door, pointed to the couch and told me to sit down and stop having a tantrum. I said move or else. Kelly told him to go settle down and let me go. He rolled his eyes but did finally move. Currently, I'm at my friend's again. It's not a permanent solution. There just isn't space. But next time I go back, it'll be with the cops and my friend with me. I haven't texted Kelly except for telling her I'm staying somewhere else for the night. I'm going to talk to the landlord in the morning about being able to break the lease early and find someplace else. I don't care if Bill will think he won. I just want out. Or even Bill getting evicted or pressing charges if this somehow manages to escalate further. As of right now, I'm looking to get out of this without any more incidents. But if he pushes this again, I'm going to push back. Kelly still insists this will blow over if I give Bill another chance, but he barred the door and he's considerably stronger than I am. He tampered with my stuff, he harassed me, and this isn't the only time Bill's pulled something along these lines. I feel like an absolute moron. It hasn't blown over since it started, like he's moved my medication accidentally when we still shared a bathroom and called me pill obsessed when I pointed it out. He called me rude for refusing to eat dinner when I was sick. So you guys saying that maybe he's just trying to get a high. Those of you saying he's acting like this because he's been allowed to. You're making a lot of sense. 
too much sense. There's been a lot of tests and procedures, plus the general unpleasantness from Bill's side. I've only stuck out in this as long as I have because the lease wasn't up and Kelly is otherwise pleasant when Bill isn't involved and we can sometimes stand united against him. Other times it just feels like they're united against me and as time goes on, it feels like more and more she's just deferring to Bill's moods to avoid confrontation, like today. Honestly, my main excuse and reason for putting up with this has just been fatigue. There's too much of an effort to fight him or to plead my case. I've been on edge and overwhelmed for months. My only real support has been my doctors, the friend putting me up for the night, sometimes Kelly, and a therapist I started seeing after my diagnosis. Bill was always dismissive of that. My uncle had cancer too. Don't let the negative thoughts rule you. You're just overthinking this. And complained whenever he had to do the vacuuming or dusting, which used to be my chores. But I couldn't keep up with all of mine, plus work and treatment, so we rearranged some things. He'd been upset that he basically had to share full bath with Kelly now. And Kelly's been pulling her hair out, dealing with his habits in the bathroom, so tension in the apartment was at an all-time high. In hindsight, she started being more passive to him after the bathroom switch. He didn't seem to grasp my dear God, get the fuck out of the way attitude when the nausea spiked and it's easiest to keep my supplies in my room or the half bathroom. So he'll make a quip or two if he sees it happening. He thinks I'm being overdramatic or lazy or trying to get out of something when I say I'm too tired to do something or feeling sick or when I drop a glass because my hand's gone numb or ask him very slowly if I need it written down if I forget something simple. The brain fog is real. And look, I get it, the cancer thing rocked the whole apartment, but I can't help but feel maybe it affects me more than it does them, and if anyone has any right to get frustrated and yell, it should be me. But that's a selfish perspective, and I'm working on trying to keep my anger over my situation from affecting those around me. Anger isn't really constructive. More than a few times, Kelly has to tell me to calm my role, and I try to listen. Plus, if I do bring up what I'm going through, Bill says it's not fair to play the cancer card. There's only so often you can hear that before you start wondering if you're unintentionally guilt-tripping people into helping you. It's just been easier to smooth the waters if something did happen than to argue with him. Not the most relaxing environment to live in, not gonna lie. I feel like I'm in crazy town and expected to ignore any misgivings because it'd upset everyone. Kelly's big thing is, is that we're all adjusting and always reminds me to pick my battles, to remember that we all have to live with the results. She's frankly not wrong. It's exhausting to argue with Bill and so much easier just to let things slide. Some outside perspective from people not invested in rocking the boat was quite helpful. To everyone making puns, you have made my month. <laughs> the initial colonoscopy was in late March and everything resulting has been a mess and exercise and endurance. Thank you to everyone that suggested alternatives to make the prep more palatable because dear God that stuff is rank and I'll try just about anything to avoid the taste. And I don't think I can blame OP for moving out of that situation. It sounds like a horrible place to be. It sounds like Bill is pretty controlling. The way he tried blocking the door on you and not letting you out, absolutely crazy stuff. And saying that stuff to you like, you're playing the cancer card. I mean, oh man, where's that guy's empathy? Absolutely toxic. But what do you guys think of this story and the previous story? It was two very long stories today. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. If you'd like to support the channel further, 
you absolutely can and it'd be amazing if you did but never any pressure to do so just by clicking that join button down below for youtube or clicking the link in the description for patreon and join up there thank you so much for your love time and support towards the channel and i will see you in the next video i hope so anyway goodbye guys much love have a great day now bye-bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.